everybody. Nice seeing everyone again. Oh, yeah. the it's been a whole week. How are you? How are you? Happy New Year, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Shana Tova. Shana huh? Tova. Do you say, uh, listen, I want to know what you people say. Do you say Shana Tova or Lashana Tova? How, how do you spell it? With an I L? say Lashana Tova Tiko Sevu. Let's forget the whole thing. Period. I just say Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Well, I want to remind everyone you're on the Mark Sports Talk uh, with your host, Mark, with a C. And this is show number, drum roll, 126. 126? Kanahara. <laughs> you might have to explain what Kinahara means to some people who listen on uh, Evil Eye on uh, Spotify and Apple Eye too. How is everybody? All right. Good, Good Mark. Good. How are you, Mark, today? Well, as I told some of the people before they came on, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm not bragging, because I have, the, uh, I have COVID. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Look, how long did you have it? I tested positive this morning. You're the third person I know has. My my wife had it uh, over the weekend, um, and she's still she's finishing up. <laughs> uh, and I, I had it on my cruise. On the cruise, I had it last five days. You did? Wow. Good, Good for you. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, uh, I feel well, a little tired. So just a little chilly, you know, like cold and things like that. I had a little temperature this morning, but I'm back down to 98, 99. What prompted you to uh, to test? Well, I didn't feel well this morning. Yeah. Mark, are you on any? Did your wife? Yeah, they gave any? they gave us something. This uh, the pills, right? Excellent. With the with the. Paxlovid? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Be careful with them, though. Why? They have, they have side effects. Just yeah. not only that, sometimes with the women, it seems to linger a lot longer. It does for the people that I know that have had it. Yeah. Mark, that's why I asked you about uh, that sangria at the time. I'm reluctant. Too many people are getting everybody that I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just be careful. Okay. Whatever it is, it is. Did you should take the uh, the last booster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has nothing to do with yeah. it. I, I got yeah. four four shots. I got five take, shots. Gonna take now. the, the, gonna take the fifth one uh, this weekend, but no, that gets washed away because I have to wait now. Yeah, yeah I'm told to wait now till November. Yeah, whatever. We'll see. Mark, Mark, I'll put you on my Mister list, okay? It can make you happy. Okay, it's fine. I mean. Some of the people in that temple do know me, so it's cool. So oh. what we want to do is we want to move on. Uh, I hope everyone is doing okay and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I want to go directly to our New York Yankee uh, fanatic, Michael, first today. Okay. And let's hear what he has to say about Mr. 61, Aaron Judge. Uh, I want to turn it over to you, Michael. Okay, thank you. Actually, I was an English major, so... Uh... I should be able to write fairly well. Anyway, uh, a couple of podcasts ago, I made a reference to Mad Magazine and the song parody, The First Time I Saw Maris. And there used to be another section in Mad Magazine that was called Scenes We'd Like to See. And so here's mine. Aaron Judge is the batter, and as usual, 
He works the count to three balls and two strikes. Now here comes the pitch. There's a long drive heading to Monument Park. And and holy cow, not only is it a home run number 62, but it actually strikes the Roger Maris black. <laughs> Judges around in the bases. He gets hugs from all of his teammates. Aaron Boone, everybody. And he blows a kiss to his mom in the stands. Now, coming on the field is none other than baseball commissioner Rob Manfred. What is he up to? And he's going to make some kind of a, a presentation. Manfred is carrying a book, an eraser, and a marking pen. And following Manfred's congratulatory remarks, he opens up the official MLB record book and proceeds with his eraser, erasing the, how do you say it, aristic, erastic. Next asterisk. Asterisk. Thank you. Next to Roger Maris's name. And above Maris, he officially writes the name of Aaron Judge as the all-time home run leader in the major leagues. And then, and then he goes up the list and he adds an asterisk after the names of Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds. Anyway, the game continues. The Yanks eventually win the game. The ALDS, the ALCS, take part <laughs> in one of the most wonderful World Series ever, a Subway Series versus the New York Mets. And that's my story. Right, very nice. So he had 61 in 154 games, right? 55. 61, right? In 55? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 55. All right. Uh, any other comments uh, about this, boys? Uh, Roger? Yeah, I, I remember the commissioner talked about the asterisk thing, but I, they were never an asterisk was never put there, even though Maris had 59 home runs after 154 games. They, they talked about it, but it never happened. You know, they drove them crazy. They were talking about it on uh, on tier, uh, Tiki and Tyranny. They are talking about if uh, Manfred had any balls, he would do it. He would take away the asterisk and uh, make everything official the way it should be and mark the other three as druggies, but uh, <laughs> never, do never do that. Milton? Milton, you're, uh, you're silenced, Milton. Milton, you're Who, uh, who was uh, Maris traded for when they got him? Do you remember? No, I remember the Cardinals. No, no from Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City, Kansas City, City. I think. I don't remember who they traded him. Norm Seeger? Maybe Maybe Norm Seeger? Who did Roger Maris trade for? Yes, Danny. So I just learned a couple of days ago, I didn't realize that, that in 1961, the National League only did not have an expanded uh, season. They only had 154 right. games. Right, right, exactly. So, to our great statistician, who led the home runs in 1961 in the National League? Just as a comparative statistic. Sounds like a Gerald question. Gerald question. <laughs> you, you do 1961 already, uh, Gerald? Uh, y- yes, actually, yes. Hold on. You should have your fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I just thought of it. 
61 was could have been Mays, could have been McCovey, could have been Aaron. Probably Aaron, yeah. National League. Stodgel? I don't know. Stodgel. <clears throat> One of those big boys. Okay. Okay, let's move on. Thank you for that. Uh, and now we'll we'll watch with anticipation for number 62. It would be a shame if, you know, I thought he wasn't going to hit one. <laughs> he stuck at 60 because he kept, uh, you know, not hitting homers and walking and this and that. Let's hope he could do number 62 and then uh, he could breathe easy. Get yeah, there, Larry. That would be nice. Don't forget the triple crown. He's still in play for that, too, you know. Yep. That's right. And the walks help him. Yeah. The walks right. don't move him yeah. up, don't move him down. All the eyes, yeah. That's fine. All right, Gerald, we're going to come to you. You ready? Where's Gerald? You're all set for your uh, numbers report. You're sponsored this week by Naval Oranges. <laughs> okay. okay. So this is show uh, number 126. And what year are we up to? 1972. All right, tell us about 1972. I'm behind. <laughs> okay, first I'm going to go over key awards and statistics by league, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about the late and great Richie Allen. Um, for the American League, uh, National League will do first. MVP, Johnny Bench. He had 270, 40 home runs, 125 RBIs. Rookie of the year was John, was John Matlack, 15 and wow. 10. With oh, yeah. a 2.32 ERA, Cy Young, Steve Carlton, 27 and 10, 1.97 ERA, 310 strikeouts. By the way, the Phillies won 59 games that year, and Steve Carlton won 27 of those. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> In the National League, okay, going on with the National League batting average, Billy Williams, 333, uh, home runs, Johnny Bench, 40. Um, strikeouts, uh, Steve Carlton, 310, ERA, Steve Carlton, 197, wins, Steve Carlton, 27, American League, uh, MVP was Dick Allen, 308, 37 home runs, 113 RBIs, the White Sox, rookie of the year was Carlton Fisk, oh. 293 average, 2261 RBIs, Cy Young, Gaylord Perry, 24 and 16 with a 192 ERA, 234 strikeouts. What team? That, uh, I think that was with Minnesota, if I remember correctly. I didn't write that down. Jim, per Jim Perry or Gaylord? Perry? Gaylord, Gaylord. Gaylord was Gaylord never a twin. Giants for the <laughs> I have to look it up. I'm not okay. sure, Mark. Let me look at that. Uh, okay. Uh, going on with the American League batting average, Rod Carew, 318. Home runs, Dick Allen, 37. RBIs, Dick Allen, 113. <clears throat> Strikeouts, Nolan Ryan, 329. ERA, Louis Tiant, 1.91. And wins, Gaylord Perry and the fireballer, Wilbur Wood, 24 victories. The Philadelphia Phillies, Steve Carlton, became the first pitcher at 27-10 to win the sawing award while playing for a last place team. Continuing, Rod Carew of the Minnesota Twins became the first American League player to lead the league in hitting without ever hitting a single home run. <laughs> On September 30th, Roberto Clemente hit a double for his final time at bat 
and join the 3,000 hit club. We all said John we know Matt what happened. The picture. Remember John Matt? Yeah. Sure. Right, and we sadly know what happened to, to the great Roberto Clemente. The U.S. Yeah. Supreme Court confirmed lower court rulings in the Kirk Flood case by a vote of five to three upholding baseball's exemption from antitrust laws. On July 14, 1972, for the first time in history, Bill Haller was the home plate umpire in the Tigers versus Royals game. His brother was Tom Haller, a catcher for the Tigers. On June 14th, on June 4th, 1972, Los Angeles Dodgers retired three uniform numbers. 32 won by Sandy Koufax, 39 won by Roy Campanella, and 42, of course, uh, won by Jackie Robinson. In the World Series, Oakland defeated the Reds four games to three. Each team batted 209. Gene Tennant's was eight for 23, batting 348 with four home runs and nine RBIs. Tony Perez was 10 for 23, batted 435. And Reginald Martinez Jackson did not play as he was injured in the playoff game. This was a great 1970s matchup as the Athletics won three World Series, 1972 to 1974. And the Reds won two uh, World Series, 1975 to 1976. The Reds were favored as Reggie was not available due to an injury. Last comments. Richie Allen was a player deserving to be in the Hall of Fame. If such players as Bill Mazeroski, Harold Baines, and Tim Raines, Tim Raines, Tim Raines and um, uh, Rick Farrell made it to, to the Hall of Fame, then Richie Allen should be considered. He had a lifetime 292 batting average. He averaged 33 home runs and about 92 RBIs, and it's a Shonda that he is not in the Hall of Fame, and I won't stand for it any longer. You always preach uh, Albert Bell, uh, but who had a better career, Albert Bell or uh, Richie Allen? They know. both had very good careers. I, I really have to match up the stats, but Richie Allen, Richie Allen's velocity on a single, I've seen this, I think was probably 110 miles an hour in a single, and a line drive single in center field. That's how hard he hit the ball. And I think he's a 45 ounce bat and he should be in the hall of fame. Yeah, you know, once that time comes and goes, it's hard to bring him back, you know, unless they come through the, uh, the veterans committee. Right? Number of votes he got. I'm getting mm -hmm. at 11 o'clock tomorrow. You can go wherever you want and then pick me up. Sorry. No one know? No. I do not know. I do not know how many votes he got. I don't know. I have to look it up. Hall of Fame. Okay. Okay. Thanks. He wasn't a he wasn't a very popular player with the uh, press. That's <laughs> no, probably, you're you're absolutely right. Probably what did him in. He had some ex, ex, eccentric, eccentricities, but you got to remember, there was a guy named Ty Cobb who was a bad dude. I know he had foundations. Yeah, I'm not I know arguing. He, no, no, I'm just saying yeah. I, I understand that. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the Hall of Fame sometimes getting elected is a popularity contest, and that's that's wrong. It's just wrong. Three, it's based should be based on performance. Yep. Yeah. Think that right. Michael? I was just going to say to Jerry that uh, Steve Carlton 
treated the press a lot worse than Richie Allen. And Steve Carlton did make the Hall of Fame. Another another great ball player. But uh, I have another question for Jerry. Uh, was Willie Mays already on the Mets in 72 or in 73? I think 72. That's a good question. I think it was 72. I think and so. I remember seeing Mike uh, at the Shea Stadium. I remember seeing his pink Cadillac with the license plate say, hey. Yeah, mm. I mean, he was there for two years, the 72 mm -hmm. and 73. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Milton. All right. We're up to your uh, name that tomb sponsored by Reading Glasses today. And Ooh. 1972 was your year. February 1972. A song is about a barmaid and a seaport for sailors. And this barmaid is longing for her sailor. I know, I, I know the song. No, wait, oh, let, yeah. let me play it. Let okay. me play it. <laughs> right, right for Let's hear it. It gets good. Okay. That's it, the name. That's yep. the name right there. Andy, the right, the looking glass. That's it, looking glass. Very good. It was the only song they had, the only hit they had, I think. The only hit they ever had. I almost was going to pick another song I didn't think you'd get. So nice to be with you. Anybody know who sang that? Oh, yeah, Gallery. Gallery is correct. Very good. You guys got it. One hit wonder. Right, they are, they are too, yeah. But both great songs. Basically, yeah. 1972. That was like in February, like 1972. Yeah. So Brandy was her name or was Brandy what they drank? Brandy was, the, was girl's the girl's name. name. Yes. Brandy was the girl's name. Yeah. Sailor left him. <clears throat> For the sea and the wind. I've let you know the stories there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Thank you, Milton, for 1972. I, I've changed this um, on this day in sports. Remember, I changed it to this, this past crazy week in sports, but I was getting too much. So I've gone back to exactly on this day, September 29th. As an important, what's happened in sports on September 29th, not the whole week. So in 1880, they played the first pro game at the Polo Grounds. Hmm. Oh, as the New going. York Metropolitans, as That's they were funny. called in those days, believe That's it or funny. not, mm. they beat the Washington Nationals, as they were called <laughs> the in those names. days. That's weird. Not the Senators yet. But so, uh, so that was that was the first game. Uh, the Met, the Metropolitans. There were there were a Mets back <clears> in 1980. <throat> in 1914, on the state of Boston Braves, uh, in last place in mid-April, clinched the National League pennant. Does it sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> the Braves. The yeah. last couple of years have been lousy. The first half of the year, and last year they went on to won the. Uh, the World Series. So in 1914, right. that's what happened. Uh, 1920, Babe Ruth hits his major league record, 54 home runs. And that was the big total back in those days. 
1944, the St. Louis Browns in last place. They were basically always in last place. I think once they uh, yeah. they won the pennant and they played the uh, the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series. So St. Louis played St. Louis. But on this day in 1944, last place St. Louis Browns, they had a crowd of 6,100 in St. Louis, but they beat the Yankees in a doubleheader. 1946, football. The Los Angeles Rams, previously the Cleveland Rams, played their first game in Los Angeles. I think we talked about that months ago. Uh, in 1947, the great former Yankee manager, Joe McCarthy. I, I didn't know this. He signed on to manage the Boston Red Sox. Did you guys know that? No, no. How about that, huh? So I don't know why he fell out of favor with the Yankees to eventually go sign with someone else. Uh, in 54, on this day, this was the day of the Willie Mays over-the-shoulder catch. Mm. Famous Dick catch hit, hit by... Dick Worth. Dick Worth. Uh, which game of the World Series was it? One. One. Mm. Very good. I watched it. I was four. I didn't. <laughs> uh, Gerald, what? There's a, little, a couple of factoids about Willie Mays. Okay. Willie Mays developed the basket catch because he wanted to give something for the writers to write about. And his father taught him all about showmanship. And the mm -hmm. second thing is Willie Mays wore a hat size that was one size too small. And he asked the clubhouse boy to always make sure you order a hat, so a hat for me, one size too small, so the hat would fly off, and everything you did would look very dramatic. <laughs> you guys know that. You know that. I have a question for Jerry. Why yeah, did Jim lose his hat when he used to pitch? Oh, Jim Bouton. That's right. Jim Bouton, yeah. 1956. Remember the singer Teresa Brewer? Sure. Yeah. Yes. She had yes. a song called I Love Mickey for Mickey Mantle. Oh. Yes. Remember that song? I don't remember that song. Yep. And, and she said she said she'd like to catch him and pitch a little whoop. Is that right? We... Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. the song only went to the top 187. It didn't go past 87 <laughs> coming up there. So it wasn't a hit, but that's a good record to have. Milton, mm -hmm. always 1956. Yep. We're already. All right. Uh, 1968, Carl Yastrzemski <laughs> wins the batting championship. 301. He actually had was 300 and, and the five. So 0. 0.3005. So they rounded off to 301. The one, yeah. Yeah. 1969. I think this was the NFL or it could be the AFL. 1969. Was there a AFL still going on? The Jets? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Steve O'Neill. Remember Steve O'Neill, the punter? Mm -hmm. He punted an 80, a, a 98 yard punt. Yeah, but it rolled around. Right. Rolled it around. probably rolled 50 yards. <laughs> okay, but it gets credit for it for 98. Yeah, it gets credit for it. Yeah. 1976, Tommy Lasorda replaced Walter Austin as the Dodgers manager. Interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, 1977, Muhammad Ali beats Ernie Shavers. We talked about Ernie Shavers a few weeks ago when he passed. What was uh, his nickname? That I don't know. 
Remington. <laughs> Gillette. He was the acorn. The acorn. <laughs> well, Muhammad Ali beat Shavers by unanimous decision to win the WBA, WBC, and the ring heavyweight title in 1977 on the state. 1996, the Astros retire Nolan Ryan's number, which was? 34. Very good. 34? Oh, 30. Okay. And that's all I had as far as this date. Mark, did you you mention in 1969 that there was a shortstop, Rico Petroselli, hit 40 home runs? Yeah. Record. I don't know if you mentioned it. I didn't hear it. Well, did it happen on this day? We're talking about. I just think this so. Day. He had his four of uh, the record for shortstops at that time. Okay. What's the record now for shortstops? Probably whatever Rayrod had. Yeah, yeah. Rayrod, yeah. Ernie Banks. Or Ernie yeah. Banks had four. No, Ernie Banks had forty-five years in a row. Seven. Seven or something. He had forty yeah. home runs five years in a row. Like yeah. Duke Snyder did also, Larry, five years in a row. Yeah, but a shortstop. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. And uh, Larry, we're up to you. Um, Sports Stories by Larry. That's your new title, you know. Sponsored by Extension Cords. <laughs> and, uh, what's your story today? First, I'm going to uh, go back to a story I did last week, uh, as you remember, Mark. As you recall, my story last week, Olympic lacrosse comeback. Yeah, yeah, that's right covered the possibility lacrosse would be included in the Olympics once again. But some of you questioned whether lacrosse was popular enough to make it. Several recent articles, however, highlight four signs of lacrosse popularity in the U.S. and abroad. First, world lacrosse now has 70 member nations around the globe. Amazing. And they have pledged their support for the Olympics. Amazing. Second, there are 900 NCAA varsity lac- lacrosse programs at the Division One, Two, II, and Three levels, up from 600 a decade ago. Third, the number of student athletes from both genders playing college lacrosse has doubled since 2000. Fourth and final. Since 2000, lacrosse has been the fastest growing high school team sport in the United States. Anyone want to come? Good. Wow. Not, not, in, not in New York City. Lacrosse. Not here? <laughs> not in New York City. I think, look, I think uh, Cardozo plays uh, lacrosse. Oh, okay. I can't think any uh, high schools that play it. In Maryland. Nassau County, they play it, of course. How about yep. Manhattan High School, where you don't Jim have enough of Nassau County, they play it, sure. And they played upstate and they played in Maryland, I think. Yeah. yeah. I guess that for me, as a city slicker, yeah. that's not for me. Out in the but summer. I guess it's popular elsewhere. Good for you. It's a very expensive sport for young kids. Oh, maybe that's the with problem. all the travel and, and, and all the equipment. The, uh, it's, uh, protective it's stuff. Maybe that's why it's not popular. I don't like ice hockey. Yeah, ice so the only difference is you don't have to pay State. for the ice time. Yeah. yeah. So, what's your story today, Larry? Portland State University is big on lacrosse. It's yeah. always been. A buddy of mine went to. Lacrosse. Oh, okay, really? Yeah. Portland. Portland. Big. But let me ask you: Is it as big as curling? <laughs> curling is in the Olympics, and you know. 
If you want to right. call that a sport, athletic sport, I don't think it compares to uh, lacrosse. How do you train for curling? Beer. I think the equipment right. outlay for curling is a lot cheaper also than lacrosse. Maybe. Equipment? You gotta have a, you gotta have an ice ring that has to be uh, always in good shape. Sure. No. Right. Yeah. And we always watch the curling on the Olympics. Oh yeah. They give it so much, so much airtime. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so exciting. Because people aren't familiar. They maybe they try to get people to get interested in it. Yeah. You know, maybe. Mark, yeah. years ago, the, the two lacrosse powers in high school, one was Sawanica, yeah. and the other one was in Baltimore, was St. Paul. And Sawanica at one time won 96 straight games. And they used to play each other. And I, my brother, my older brother went to Sawanica, so I used to go to some of the games. Mm. They, have, they had different face-off rules. If anyone knows about lacrosse, the, uh, the face-off is on the ground. That's what they did in Nassau County. But Maryland, they used to hold the sticks up like the girls do. And the face-off is up in the air. So yeah. when St. Paul would play Sawanica, they would alternate every period when they, how the face-off would occur. First and third was a uh, uh, New York face-off, and second and fourth was the Baltimore face-off. But now lacrosse on, on a college level is spread all over the country, like uh, Larry said. I think Denver won a championship last year. Wow. When I went to Adelphi, I was big at Adelphi, and I remember John Hopkins was a big, big guy. Uh, still is. He still yeah, is. Still is. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go on to this week's story, Larry. What do you have? My story this week is entitled Straight Stealing of Home Plate. Oh. A steal of home plate is different than a straight steal of the plate. A steal of home that is aided by some other play is not a straight steal of home plate. Aided to aids to home plate stealing include a hit, a put out, rundown of a teammate between first and second base, part of a double or triple steal, an error, a force out, etc. For example. Bryce Harper's steal of home on 16 April 2022 when the ball was thrown to tag out a teammate running between first and second base should not count as a straight steal of home plate. The story of three players with straight steals of home. According to research by the Baseball Almanac in the 1912 season for the Detroit Tigers, Ty the Georgia Peach Cobb set a record of seven straight steals of home. An additional steal of home that year was aided by a double steal and should not count as a straight steal. For a career total with the Tigers and Philadelphia Athletics from 1905 to 1928. <clears throat> Cobb notched a record of 24 straight steals of home. One of those steals occurred in a World Series. <coughs> Ty also had an additional 30 steals of home that should not be classified as straight steals of home because they were aided as part of another play. In Jackie Robinson's 1947-56 career, he attempted 32 straight steals of home and made 19 of them. 
Jackie's total state steals at home plate were the most of any player in the live ball era. And Robinson had a straight steal of home in game one of the 1955 World Series against the New York Yankees. To his dying day, Barry insisted that he tagged Jackie out. He did not. <laughs> in the 1969 season for the Minnesota Twins. Rod Carew. Rod Carew knocked seven straight steals of the plate. Tying Cobb's season record for a career total with Twins and Los Angeles Angels from 1967 to 1985, Carew not 17 straight steals of home in regular season play. He never played in a World Series. Surprisingly, at least to me, MLB records did not make a distinction between straight stealing of home plate and aided steals of the plate. That completes my story of this week. You want to make another statistic. So many statistics, but I guess you might want, why don't you? Um, I remember being in, you know, when my kids were in the Little League, and and some of you uh, gentlemen or ladies on the screen, if you ever... uh, uh, managed or coached your kids in the little league when there was had runners on first and third. You always tell the guy on first base to take off a second base. If they throw the ball down, the guy on third base, he comes home really easy and they get both get credit for steals. Right. <laughs> I guess you have to time it, you know, for a straight steal. When the catcher throws the ball back to the pitcher, that's when he takes off. You have to like uh, outrun. That's a delayed steal. The straight steal is when he goes when the pitcher's not looking. You're, yeah. When the catcher throws it back, that's referred about to the as a delayed, delayed steal. steal. Yeah. You know, but in, in the uh, in the statistics, it's a steal. Yeah, it's still a steal. Yeah, still a steal. But Carew, Carew, and Robinson just took off when the pitcher had the ball. Amazing, yeah. truly amazing. That's yeah. right, Jackie Robinson. They're only straight steals. Amazing. All right. Uh, Gerald, you want to comment? Just one. No, I just wanted to digress and get back to something we touched on earlier. Gaylord Perry won the Cy Young Award in 1972 as a member of the Cleveland Indians and in the National League uh, as a member of the Padres in 1978. And the trade involving uh, Roger Maris from Kansas City to the Yankees. On December 11, 1959, the Yankees sent the quartet of Norm Seaburn, Marvelous Marv Thromberry, and Don <laughs> Lawson to the A's in exchange for Roger Maris, Kent Hadley, and Joe DeMaestri. I feel old because I remember every one of them. Of course yeah, you same yeah. thing. You are old. Old <laughs> thank you. All the Bro. Kansas City athletics and all the Yankees, they were interchangeable because they kept yeah. back and forth. Well, they were like, they were basically right? a farm, the farm team. Right, the yeah, right. And Pat Friday, the general manager, had a very, uh, very close relationship with the Yankees. Right. Very nice. All right. Thank you for the story. Oh, Mikey, you want to have one last comment yeah, on I that? Just wanna, I just want to add 1961, people compare 1961, of course, to 1998. And the 1998 Yankees, I consider the best team I've ever seen them have. And 
what Jerry is saying is a case in point. In 1961, the Yankees had mediocre ballplayers. I mean, Joe DeMaestri, uh, who, who else, Jerry? I mean, they, they were mediocre, and they Ken were in that. Hadley. Ken Hadley. Ken Hadley, you know. So, no, and, and there are others, you know, also. Uh, even Cleve Boyer, who was a, like a, a 234 hitter. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but a great, great fielder. He was also an, an A's. Great Roger. Yeah, but Mike, don't forget the team hit 240 home runs then. Yep. <laughs> that, oh, was, right. that was the record at the time. So, they had three catches who hit 20 home runs. Right. Yeah. You know, but uh, the 98 the 98 team had no no mediocre ball players. They were all good. They're very good. The 1961 team had some mediocre ball players. Yeah, but those guys didn't play. Jordan makes you play. Remember Billy Gardner playing? No, they played. They had two expansion teams in 61. They talked about the that. The Angels and the Senators. Right. That's why right. they went to the 160 yeah, All right, let's thank you, uh, Larry, for those stories. Like I say we always like those stories. Interesting aspect that we don't think about every day. You bring these things up that, wow. Cool. All right, so the Yankees, they clinch first place. Uh, the second time in 10 years and the 20th time in their history since they had divisions, I guess. Uh, so congrats to the Yanks on that. Uh, the Mets and the Braves are battling, as we know. Uh, we've been talking about that before we went on the air. So we'll see what happens next couple of uh, days or so. Uh, let's talk about Mr. 700. Albert Pujols, since the last mm. time we were on the show, uh, the gentleman hits his, uh, seven, his, his, his 699 and 700 in successive at-bats in successive evenings last Friday in Los Angeles. Comments? Albert Pujols. Nice to see you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a couple yeah. weeks back, we didn't think he was going to do it. Right. Yeah. The earlier in the year, nobody thought he was going to yeah. even get close. Right. Boy. He wouldn't right. get close to A-Rod even. So yeah. I, I, kudos to him. He's, he's looked good. Yep. He's swinging yeah. back well. Yeah. 42 years old and, yeah. and maybe even more than that. Yeah. So Some people think he's four years old. five years, he'll be a Hall of Famer. We know that. Yep. And, of course, he joins Bonds, Aaron, and Ruth as the only ones to hit uh, 700 home runs. Michael? Yeah, somebody, po I think I somebody posted on the internet. And, that dog up. <laughs> and then at the end of each hundred, there was a there was a call of the home run. And it was really interesting how all the 700 home runs. Yeah, you sent that to us. It was cool. I like that. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the fan who caught the ball, 700, Albert told them to uh, uh, to keep it. He said souvenirs in the stands are meant for, are meant for the fans. How about that? Pretty cool, huh? Yep. Yeah. Gerald? Just wanted to clarify something. I know I mentioned this in prior weeks. Um, Michael Kay, last year on his radio show, said the following. Every baseball executive knows that Albert Pujols is really at least 46 years of age. No secret. <laughs> So it's remarkable. He had 700 home runs and he's hitting home runs at the age of 46, or maybe it's 56. Who knows? Mm. Uh, the answer is Wheaties. Eats <laughs> <laughs> his Wheaties. That's in the Wheaties. <laughs> they had an interesting stat. They put up uh, 
when 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 Judge had his sixty home runs, uh, at a certain last Friday they had this this this, this statistic home and away. He was batting three seventeen at home and three seventeen away. He had thirty home runs at home and thirty home runs away. Now he's got thirty one away, and the RB and the RBIs he had sixty at home and sixty eight at the time uh, away. So he's pretty pretty good home and away, about the same, which I think is cool. That's good. Uh, last Thursday's game at Yankee Stadium was on Fox TV. Sadly, it was on Apple TV. Uh, yes, wanted it, but they uh, they were they Apple told them no. <coughs> Why do you think Apple told them no? Because they pay a lot of money, money for, for exclusive money rights. And Michael Kay was worried he wouldn't be able to make the call. <laughs> so uh, Judge, Judge waited until uh, the game was on. Tomorrow's game is on Prime and on Yes. Yeah. Prime. Prime and Yes. Prime, Amazon. couple of Mets statistics. Uh, the team president, Sandy Alderson, is planning on stepping down after the season. Uh, the Mets have begun looking for a replacement. Uh, for team president, right? right. Uh, the deal when C.B. Cohen came aboard, he, he told Alderson to stay with me for a couple of years just to get my feet wet. Right. And he got his feet wet certainly this year. Yes. <laughs> and so he'll try to get someone else. Uh, the Mets, when I wrote this down, uh, have had a new record, Major League Baseball, for being hit by the ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. 106. It must be more from the time I wrote it. It seems every day one or two of their batters are getting hit. Uh, and uh, Mark Hanna, 23 times as a Met record. How about that? And Alonzo has gone crazy the last couple of weeks, yeah. huh? Hitting-wise. Except yeah. for last night. Yeah. Except for last night. Uh, they, they, they're, they're saying this could be the greatest Met player of all time if he continues. Yeah. What do you, comments on that? Yeah. What do you think? I sure. agree wholeheartedly. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Mark. Yeah. I would take issue with that. Don't forget Tom Seaver. Okay. Greatest batter of all time. Yeah. Greatest yeah. position player of all time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. And Francisco Lindor, over 100 RBIs, the first time in his career. And he's the first Puerto Rican, if you want to go deeper, uh, to achieve 100 RBIs in a season. Yeah, Mike. One of the one of the things the Mets have going for them are uh, clutch clutch hitters like this Escobar. Yeah. I mean, oh I my God. Yeah. yeah. Five <laughs> RBIs yesterday. Five RBIs yesterday. But he clutch took two months players. off. Took two, he wasn't. He didn't do anything for two months. I know. Four months. They were talking on the radio about the comparing the Yankees to the Mets and the Yankees this time of year and getting into October. They're all psyched up because the Yankees are, are almost in the playoffs. Whereas the Mets fans, they start gravitating towards football already because the Mets uh, never uh, or rarely get into the playoffs. So the question <laughs> is, uh, uh, is that true? Or, you know, and also, for example, uh, is there any jealousy for the fact that uh, the Mets are having one of the greatest seasons of all time and it's overshadowed by what the Yankees are doing uh, and Aaron Judge? Is that a problem for Mets fans? No. Nice. The Mets have, Mets have more wins than the Yankees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike, I haven't gravitated to the Jets. I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
Oh. <laughs> there, was a, um, there was a comment. I don't know if you were referring to the attendance. Were you referring to the attendance, Michael? I'm, I'm referring to everything. Where The, Mets the Yankees fans... have been drawing 40,000 plus, and the Mets in the pennant race, Sandra. meaningful games, they struggled to get 30,000 in that ballpark. And they were saying, why? Hmm? I come to you. Why do you think I think one of the times. One of the things on uh, with the Yankees is Judge. Right. They said on uh, StubHub, the bleacher seats were going for over $300 because of Judge's, uh, you know, attacking 61 homers. So that that's why everything's a sellout now. Right, but I think during the season, the, the, the Yankees always uh, outdrew the Mets. I know their ballpark seats more than, than City Field. But yeah. uh, that was a comment I, I heard throughout the week. A lot of empty seats these last couple of weeks. Who wants to see the Marlins play, but still the meaningful yeah. games? Right. And the thing that Yankee Stadium isn't as convenient a place to attend as compared to City Field, which is relatively easy to get to. Well, You'd rather go to the Bronx than to to, to Queens? No. no. <laughs> you, know, you, got, you got two trains, you got a boat, you got yeah. the railroad, you yeah. got a lot of ways to yeah. get to it. The whole That's of the... Westchester County yeah. uh, that comes down to, to the Yankee games. and North Jersey know. also. Right okay. over the you have a lot of northern New Jersey and, and yep. Pennsylvania That's and it. Philadelphia coming in for Yankee games. They're not coming to the Mets. And plus, there's They're more restaurants, more, more, more bars for Yankee multi, Stadium. Multi-years. But plus, the atmosphere in the Yankee Stadium is so much better. When, when the city feels like a swamp, you have, a, you know, the bars. It's, it's more, of an, more of a feel for has better food, though, I'll tell you that. Well, they forget do. the food. I, I think I, there are a lot of Yankee fans on our screen here now, so there's less Mets fans. But I heard that City Field is a nicer place to go to than Yankee Stadium. I feel that way. You could walk around, and I'm a Yankee around fan. the stadium. I feel that Don't way. Do that Yankee Stadium. I feel depends, that way. Depends yeah. where you are. If you're in Manhattan, it's so much easier to get the Yankee Stadium. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. Uh, Gerald and Roger. I just checked the average attendance of major league teams for 2022. The Mets average about 35,500. The Yankees average about 40,000. Yeah, there it is. So there's not a law. There's not a great, great difference. We're only talking about what? 4,500 4, per, per game. Per game times 81. But, but some, of these games, some of these games... I mean, like when the Yankees played the Pirates last week, without the judge thing, they wouldn't have drawn 40,000 for the Pirates midweek. No, 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 no. All right, so circumstances bring the people in. That That's good. Like they had the bobble. They had the, the, Gary, the, 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 uh, the Gary Cohen bobblehead. They, they drew 35,000 for that. <laughs> Mark, Mark, they must have brought him in on Tuesday. When I was there singing the Star Spangled Banner. Yes, it was advertised the in the Daily Club. News and the New York Times. Come see Larry sing the Star Spangled Banner. Had a nice crowd for it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Roger. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the ballparks are different. I mean, Shea Stadium is like a ballpark. I mean, it's... Shea Stadium? 
I mean, City Field. see what I'm saying? I'm, City Field, I mean, it's more intimate. It's a smaller ballpark. Yankee Stadium, you know, is a bigger, bigger place. I mean, it's right. The capacity has been reduced now. And sure. I I'm, a, I'm a big Yankee fan, but I, I, I like going to City Field. There is a little more intimacy. It's a little more of the ballpark kind of I'm you, Rob. old yeah. stadium, old ballparks. It's I, mean, I like it there. So. All right. All right. Depends what you like. Again, coming from Queens, it's you know, it's it's not hard. Two each, two each is on. Two each is on. Exactly. Gerald, Mark, could we talk about Keith Hernandez being on the IL? That was my next thing. <laughs> yeah. That was my. You want to bring it up? You bring it up. Okay. I have, I have it here, and I'll fill uh, it. You well, bring it up. as I as I understand it, um, he didn't navigate uh, a curb a curb very well in Manhattan, and I think he injured one of his shoulders, and he's right. having surgery today. Yep. Wow. He tried saving his glasses and his phone as he was falling and he injured his shoulder. He tore a tendon. Yeah. About that. And uh, so he's gone for the year. Yeah. <laughs> and Too bad. Uh, last year he was briefly sidelined in July due, due to a garden accident. Yeah. Eight stitches in his big toe. He fell off his shed or something. Yeah. He, he tripped while standing on his hot tub to prune, oh. to prune bushes. <laughs> Hire a landscaper. <laughs> Jerry Blevins uh, filled in one day. I think uh, Ron Darling wasn't available. He might have been doing right. a show game, I think. But uh, Jerry Blevins, it was good to hear Jerry Blevins' new voice there. Did Better than watching him pitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's a good pitcher. Jerry Blevins. Maybe at one time. You know, you know talk, talk about broadcast. Did, did, did anybody hear a couple of weeks ago? I thought he was very good. It was Jeff Nelson on the Yankee broadcast. No, yeah. I did not hear that. He was He's really very good. good. Yes. Very what'd, you, good. what'd you think, Michael? I, I thought think. he was very good. Yeah. And uh, I never noticed all. I never knew he had all those freckles. Those incredible. <laughs> freckles. A lot of freckles. But I really like his insight and the way he uh, <coughs> expressed himself. Uh, announcing. No, speaking about announcing, uh, I'm really enjoying the announcing of uh, what's going on right now in baseball. I'm very jealous that the Mets have far better announcers, especially uh, if you had a chance to listen to Howie Rose's call of Escobar's walk-off. Oh, night. my God, yes. You know, it, was, yeah. it was really unbelievable. And uh, they they have on, uh, on the internet the three calls of Aaron Judge's home run, and to listen to Ricky Ricardo's call in Spanish is really, really worth it if you want to give yourself a chance to, to hear something very, very entertaining. For my money, Ricky Ricardo is such an exciting, wonderful announcer. Fabulous. He's actually, Fabulous. He's actually I think he, he saved uh, John Sterling's life in a flood, I think, last yeah. year. Yeah. Yes. But uh, he's a very, but it's it's interesting listening to the announcers. And Michael Kay was very jealous that he wasn't going to get a chance to uh, do the home run call. Now he is. And uh, he annoys me, Michael Kay. I, I don't know. The same stuff. Yeah, see ya. I, Mike, I, does I, I, Rick, I, I, Ricky Ricardo do the uh, Philadelphia Eagles game in Spanish? Yes, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Very entertaining announcer. He's. I don't. I. I'm a Yankee fan, but again, I. The Met broadcasters to me, Howie Rose, Gary Cohen, they're wonderful. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big John Sterling fan. I never was. Uh, Ricky Ricardo, I think, is wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, John doesn't have too many years left. Ricky Ricardo is also a very nice guy. I hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My son knows it. Lucy, Lucy. They're wondering next week if uh, Howie Rose and um, Gary Cohen are going to do announcing on uh, Yom Kippur. 
Yeah, well, that's they can't do it, Mark. Oh wow, they cannot do it. It's a shander if they do it. It's a shander to play. And what's your name, Rudolph von Rosh Hashanah? Susan Waldman. Yeah, Susan Waldman. Yeah, All right, let's move on. Uh, you have, uh, Miguel Andohar is a pirate. Good for you him. Realize that the Yankees. Wow. Uh, Good for him. Maybe he'll get a chance. for assignment yeah. picked up by the Pirates. He'll play full time as the. He's been DHing. Can't play third base because they have a kid. They have Charlie Hayes's uh, son. Yeah, son right. So he listen. He's got a bat. Let him hit full time. And of course. Do you think you're going to see Araldus Chapman pitch any more this year? He looked good last night. And he did good. Yeah. <laughs> he might be left off, though. I think so, Jer- uh, Mark. <laughs> the talk, there's talk that he's, first of all, he's, he's a free agent at the end of the year. He's not going to be signed back. So yeah, his, well, day, his day is my, in the. My biggest concern on Yankee pitching is really Derek Cole. He's leading the major, yeah. giving up 32 home runs. I was just waiting yesterday for him to give up another three-run homer. Yeah, no, it's I, I just can't trust him. And and to be honest about it, when uh, uh, what's his name uh, um, Donaldson accused him of using the stuff before he came to the Yankees, maybe yes. he's right. Maybe there's something to it. Yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. of course, there's something oh, to yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. You know, throwing meatballs up there. Eyes. 32 yeah. home run. Yesterday, was a, yesterday he gave up a solo, right? That was his 32 yeah. second home run. Mm-hmm. Did he Did he break the Gidry record? No, I don't think so. Strike out the season? He tied yes. it. He tied he tied it. it. He tied that it. was next start. Uh, but that doesn't yes. balance out the home runs. That's why I can't. Yes. I don't trust I him. I swear every time he's pitching. Win, win playoff games. I don't care about strikeouts. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And congrats. You know, we had a 20-game winner in baseball this year. You wearing yeah. this? Right. Yeah, Braves. Braves. Kyle, Kyle Wright. Wright. Yeah, Who is good. Kyle Wright? One of the Braves' formidable starters. Yep. Uh, yeah. The son of Mr. and Mrs. Wright. Yeah. <laughs> he won 20 games. Verlinder would have been in baseball. Verlinder missed a month. He would have probably. I was going to comment about what Danny was talking about regarding spider tap. The, in, in Japan, they changed the texture of the baseball to help pitchers to better control the ball. Now, you would think that since they outlawed spider attack on July 1st of last year, Major League Baseball would have done something between then and the beginning of this season Absolutely. to help pitchers better grip the ball. But they've done nothing. Give it time. I don't follow that. Give it time. And we can't I'll use that. And the Japanese ball... Is not the same size as the ball in in the uh, in the U.S. I think the stitches right. are different, also. Yeah, you the know, there's a guy the in Japan. I'm gonna try to pronounce his name. I'm gonna probably butcher it. Munataka Murakami. You know who he is? Masanori Murakami. Twenty-two year old third baseman for the Tokyo Swallows. Yokult Swallows. He's a lefty batter. And when I wrote this a week ago, he had 55 home runs tied with Sadahoro O for the all-time record by a Japanese-born player. There have been some non-Japanese-born players who have hit more. How many games they play in a season in Japan? I don't know, but I, I'd like to find out the update on how many home runs he has now. And this may be a 
listen, let's bring him over. <laughs> what, what are the dimensions of his home ballpark? I don't know. I don't know. But he hit 55 home runs, and he probably has more as we talk right now. And, you know, Don Mattingly is not coming back. And I yeah. thought he'd be finished, but he's in the dugout. He was in the dugout. He's yeah. finishing out the yeah. year uh, in the dugout. And he got very pissed off over an umpire. And oh, that the, the three balks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Can you imagine that three balks? You know, did you see the the replays on that or the actual? Yes, live? I couldn't I, see I, where he pulled. I couldn't I didn't see, where he see it. I over, yeah. they had it on. You know, YouTube, you see everything. So I kept we're over and over. What is he couldn't doing? See it. What is unless he doing? It, to me, unless it's obvious, it's really hard to pick up a ball. I don't know how the umpires do it. But they, he did three times in a three. And what did he, he do? What, what did he do though? He didn't come to a full stop. Yeah, that's I think what that they say, it. but it looked like a full stop to me. I don't know. But you have I to just, hold it for a couple of seconds, Mark. I think. Yeah, it's not just one second. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And how the about the announcers were speculating they could they weren't sure either. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I feel bad for the kid. Jewish guy too. Who was yeah? yeah, Richard Bly is Jewish. Oh, he lost the game last night. Good for him. Yeah. That's he right. You know the, who uh, Zach Zach Gallen is? Yeah, one of the best yeah, pitchers in baseball. One of the best pitchers in baseball. He plays for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I'm sure, sure he can't wait to get away from that team. <laughs> he had a scoreless streak about a month ago of 44 and a third innings. And that on Major League record was the seventh best of all time. Wow. wow. You know who the all-time record holder was? The first time, right? Hershey is a 59. Drysdale had 58. Bob Gibson had 47. Zach Rinke had a 45 and two thirds. Carl Hubble had a 45 and one third. Sal Magley had a 45 in 1950. Then you get to Zach Allen, 44 and a third. And then Brandon Webb, also a Diamondback, 42 in 2007. But Zach Allen, there's a name to think right. about for the future. I'll get it when I finish. Sounds like a basketball player. <laughs> Zach Allen, yeah, yeah. And what else happened? Uh, Tony LaRusso, you probably won't see him manage ever again. Yeah. He'll probably finish the – they told him he shouldn't come back for the pacemaker, yeah. so he should be – they should be looking for a new uh, – I wonder if this is the first time the Yankees have two Jewish ballplayers. <laughs> <laughs> Who they have? Ephros and Bader. And Bader. Bader and who? Ephros. Ephros. Scott Ephros. Ephros? Ephros, yeah. Is Jewish? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know that. I think Bader's only one parent. Yeah, on on his uh, father's side. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. That's a lot of Jewishness for the Yankees. (laughs) (laughs) This is not this is not a Jewish show, remember. We keep that. (laughs) Uh, occasionally we mention Van Lingo Mungo. Yes. Yes. Great song. You always bring the song up. I did some research on this this fella. Born nineteen eleven, died in eight nineteen eighty five. And he pitched for the, the Brooklyn Robins, who became the Brooklyn Dodgers. And he pitched for the New York Giants from 31 to 45. He had a record of 120 and 115. He was a five-time All-Star. And he had a uh, strikeout leader in 1936. I, I never saw him. 
but suppose the story is he was a, like a character, yeah, uh, like a like a crazy character or off the field antics, uh, and he had an erratic fastball. Mm. So I'd like to get a baseball. Joe's hand. Hmm? Joe has his hand up. Yeah, yeah Joe, again. My mother wasn't a baseball fan, but she was a fan of uh, people with odd names, so she loved Van Lingle Mongo. There it is. There it is. Okay. And that remember that boy, the little leaguer who fell out of the bunk bed and yeah. suffered a serious head injury? Yeah. From Utah? Yes. Family is now suing the little league and the company that made the bed. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Something to get money. Yeah, you know, the kid has gone through three brain operations uh, and is having seizures. But the kid was in the bunk bed and probably was fooling around and fell out. Let's go on to football. Yeah, okay. We have to. You heard that uh, yeah, they're right, eliminating Chuck. the Pro Bowl game this year. Yeah, no, more pro, no more All Star yeah, Pro game. Yeah, football. football. And they're going to have a skills competition. Mm. Yeah. What's your opinion on that? Of course, the games have been ridiculous the last couple of years. My they opinion, were tackling them. They're rid of all of it. Who cares? Right. And the season, cares? Super, Bowl, Super Bowl, we're done. Have a nice off season. Yeah. Right. But they played this game the week before. The, the week Super before. Bowl. Yeah, I know, and that's why I'm saying. Yeah. I know. It's ridiculous. Nobody cares. Yeah. You saw the uh, the the Pro Bowl really was um, always in Honolulu. It used to be there after the Super Bowl. Which is really right. they changed it. Changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then again, if you if you were in the Super Bowl, well, now if you're in the Super Bowl, you can't, you can't play be. in the All Star game. You can't play in the Pro yeah. Bowl. It's about as it's about as interesting as when they used to have the runner up bowl. <laughs> the runner up bowl. You remember that? You you guys remember yeah. that? Yeah, I remember that. So, yeah. And how about the college All Star game? <laughs> college All Star playing. I, yeah. I used to enjoy those. I, I so, like that. Right. Save the money and use use the revenue for uh, retired players who are dealing with all of the issues, that's medical true. issues and health issues. Yeah, I'd true. rather see that. Yeah, the, yep. the way they played last year was like flag football. No one got tackled. Yeah. They just like two hand them, you know, like two hand well, touch them. They're doing they're doing flag. I heard that they were going. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, rid of it. Just get everybody's so beaten up at that point. Yeah. So you Jet fans, so Zach Wilson back <laughs> this year. You're looking forward to Zach Wilson, Jet fans? Oh, absolutely. Depends <laughs> on his offensive line. It can't be any worse. Will, will he be hurt by the third quarter? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> He's going to be running for his life. Yeah. And it makes it makes the, the Cleveland game even more of a miracle. It's yeah. like yeah. one of your real sports miracles. You know, you yep. want to rank, rank that game like with the parting of the Red Sea. I agree. So I the, agree. Browns, can... the Browns defense, a great defensive end, Miles Garrett, taken to the hospital, but not for life-threatening injuries. After he, flipped, he flipped his Porsche in a one-car accident uh, after practice on Monday. He had multiple sprains, lacerations, et cetera, et cetera, but no broken bones. Good. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, what else? How about, how about this one? They were talking on the radio. You think that Charles Barkley, what's his name, Barkley? You know, she called him Barkley. Should yeah. he be traded before it's too late at this particular time? No. No, I've still got hopes for the Giants to have a success. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They, they could have won that game Monday, you know, against really? Dallas, yeah. too. They blew it a thousand times. 
That yeah, was they did. They, won that they did. Including, including on one of the touchdowns by Elliott, they only had 10 guys on the field. Mm-hmm. And the offensive line was not good. And That's been for years that they've had problems with that line. I don't know why. They say, yeah. Well, throwing canes for the guy in the, for Evan Neal. He had a rough game. I you know, my uh, New Orleans uh, Giant beads now, so good luck, Giants. Oh. I guess I was overly optimistic when I thought they'd be four and zero. Yeah. Well, you know, you could. They, they, it's not like Dallas money. played. It's not as if Dallas played it. that well. No. The Giants are just very flat. I mean, both like teams were. Cowboys overwhelmed him. Daniel Jones is not your quarterback. I'm I mean, telling you, nothing. To, this yeah, week I had agree. nothing to do with Jones. If it wasn't for Jones running the ball out of sheer uh, yeah, run for his life, yeah, Jones was the one of the best plays on the on the field uh, okay. Monday night. But I'm having a bit. I mean, I've been a supporter of his. Uh, hopeful, I'm starting to have bad vibes. I'm not we'll sure. see. We'll see. Hopefully, I'm wrong. What I I like to see the Giants do. I think they should put um, what's his name Slayton in the game. A few years ago, if you remember, he had a pretty good connection with, with Jones. As far as you know, well, you Sterling know, Shepard's I mean, gone for the year. Another yes, I mean, I mean it, the guy Galladay seems to be a waste. Oh my God, yeah. Galladay! Well, maybe he'll yeah, step up now because of the. Uh, I don't know. I, I would can combine Slayton, Shepard Shepard out. Out. Still, still have a crappy games team. with Jones. Air it out, air it out. Let's see some real. Uh, some this experience. week, make sure that's you true. Watch. I'm, the I agree Bills, with you, Michael. The Throw Bills the gotta, and the Ravens the are playing. The, the Bills and the Ravens is the top game this Sunday. I, I can't like wait to Bulls watch that game. game. The Bills, Bills lost to Miami last week. That was also interesting. What's that? The Bills lost to Miami last yeah. week. Yeah, I, I know. But I'm going to head to this week. There's, uh, this Sunday at 9.30, there's the game in London. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Minnesota, New Orleans. Yeah, week London. After, week after the Giants are playing 9.30. Oh, really? The Giants are playing in London the week after? It's Green Bay. In Green London. Bay home game. <laughs> what, yeah. what about the game tonight? Is Tua playing? In the end, he's I'm, supposed uh, to. Tua? As of this morning or yesterday, he was, was playing. He was he looked like right? he was really hurt, and then he continued to play last week. No, no he came back. Yeah. He came back. Yeah. They he, insist that it wasn't in a concussion protocol. Yeah. But the way, the right. way he... The way he you know, just yeah. lost his balance and fell down. It sure as hell looked like he was. Uh, yeah, but I don't think he went into that concussion protocol, right? He didn't. He didn't. And there's no. a big fight over it. There was. Oh, is, is it? Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens uh, this week. Uh, Green Bay and the Patriots, no Mac Jones. Then, yeah. then he says Mac Jones may play. I don't know what kind of game they're playing. <laughs> Kansas City at Tampa Bay. Is that a game going to be played in Tampa Bay? If, if it's not, it's going to be played in Minneapolis. It's in sure. Tampa Bay. They, they, yeah. they made that decision already? Storm is gone, but what about damages? Damages going on and we'll still play the game? There's not that much damage in Tampa. Tampa was, was not slammed the way uh, it was expected. Okay. Viewed. So Tampa Sarasota and South got damaged. Sarasota yeah. My old home. And Sarasota's Meyer, about 40 miles Meyer, south. Meyer, I, think, of, uh, right, I thought it was Tampa. I thought it was bad in Central Florida, no? Well, the West Coast got hit terrible. Tampa, Tampa, it veered. So Tampa got yeah. I lived around Tampa once when we were expecting a hurricane, and it also yeah. veered the last minute. 
got spe- spared then also. So I think Tampa got spared. Yeah, that's what happened with yeah. Tampa this time. Yeah. 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 Well, the in college, the 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 top five teams won again. Yeah. So Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan, and Clemson are one to five. There was an upset if you watch college uh, football. Nobody Kansas wants State to talk about beat the Jets. Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma's first loss. Clemson plays North Carolina State this week. Yeah, that should be a really interesting game. Okay, Fred, so, we're ready for you, very Fred. Good. Minnesota is uh, looking very good. What's that? All right. Minnesota is looking very good. Not in that thing, no. Fred. Okay. I got about four or five of these for you. Where are they? All right. Fred doesn't All right, know. Me... We'll ask the rest of the panel here. Yeah. Where is Defiance that. College? That's easy. That's Ohio. Where is Frostburg State University? Maryland. Where is Lock Haven University? Pennsylvania. These are easy ones. <laughs> Where is Bluefield State? West Virginia. West Virginia. Where is Dean College? Where? Dean. D-E-A-N-E? D-E-A-N. Yeah, that's a tough one. At a new college and they just sprouted it up. I never heard of it. I don't know. Anyone know? Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Very good from the the peanut gallery. How about Albright College? That's Pennsylvania. Reading, Pennsylvania. Where is Pittsburgh State? Fitz, Fitz, F. Fitchburg, Massachusetts. 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 Yeah. Where is McDaniel College? Hmm. Mm. Anybody? McDaniel, let's see. Oklahoma. No, not even close. Maryland. We got you on one. And how about Castleton? That's that's Vermont, Castleton State. A university. There you go. You know why I thought McDaniel College was in Oklahoma? It's Lindy McDaniel from Oklahoma. I thought maybe they named the college after Lindy and Vaughn McDaniel. Right. And, right. And Wahoo McDaniel. And Wahoo McDaniel. Right. 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 <laughs> and, Where is and, he now with the Jets? And, and, McDa- and McDaniel Jones, who I think is there. <laughs> so, what do we have? Any, any football, any basketball, and, and hockey news? Football, football and Well, hockey, they started playing exhibition games preseason. The Rangers, Rangers won, the, won the first one, beat the Islanders. Lost in overtime to the Bruins. They're still trying to figure out line combinations. Islanders lost two games in a row, four-one. I think both scores to the Rangers, to the uh, Rangers and Devils. But I don't know if the games mean anything. Season starts October 11th, which the the Rangers' home openers will coincide with the Yankees' first game of the playoffs. So the, the Rangers are playing. Rangers are playing Tampa Bay in their home opener. Basketball. Tom Thibodeau apparently stirred up quite a commotion on Twitter by saying that Evan, right now, Evan Fournier was going to be the, the starting sh- uh, shooting guard. No! I didn't even hear that. A lot of people want, want Quentin Grimes, who's now who's very good defensively. And he's be a good player, but he's also must have hurt himself because he's walking in a, one of those you know, walking boots. So he didn't practice yesterday. And Fournier says, yeah, I know last year I got off to a bad start in my defense. I was better at the season. Season went along, and I'm going to be a better player this year. There you go. And the Nets, and the Nets, Ben Simmons is supposedly doing great things in practice. And Steve Nash says, I don't care if he never, if he doesn't shoot the ball, we don't need him to shoot. And one of the players that they got in 
the offseason. T.J. Warren isn't going to be ready. They're going to reevaluate him in November. See, he missed all of last year, and they're and they're and they're hopeful. And it, and it is official. The Celtics coach did get suspended for for a year, and apparently. Even though this was supposedly a consensual relationship, it was a Celtics did this on their own. This wasn't the NBA who did this. This was the Celtics as a violation of their team policy. So that's all I have. So yeah, I had one more thing for the uh, the hockey. Um, the Czech Foreign Ministry told two NHL teams who are opening the season in Prague that if they have Russian players, they're not allowed to play or even Good. enter the country. Yeah, I saw that. And I saw it also the San Jose Sharks, I think, or one of those teams says, if that's the case, we're not going to play. I don't know if they're going to forfeit the games. I don't know what. Well, the Predators uh, have uh, won. Yeah, I think San Jose yeah, has. Trenton, I'm going to pronounce it right. And San Jose has Alexander Baranov. Barabadov and Sorry about that. And Roger Federer at 41 lost his doubles match with uh, Rafael Nadal huh. in that, uh, was it the Labor Cup? And so his career is over as a professional. Uh, any bowling news, uh, Danny? I don't want to leave you out. No bowling news. And you heard that uh, they broke the uh, marathon record. For those people who who follow the marathons, Kenya's marathon runner, E-L-I-U-D, Eliud Kipchoge, better his own world record by running a marathon. Get this. In two hours and one minute, <laughs> point. Oh nine! Imagine Ooh. that in Berlin, he, he cut wow. thirty seconds off his previous record. He was no wind dated or anything. I don't have no. anything on that. Okay, I wonder if somebody runs an under two hour marathon. I'd be the equivalent of the first person running on under a four minute mile. Right, it's, happen. it's going to happen. That's oh, yeah. Thirteen miles an hour. God, my <laughs> lord, my yeah. lord. All right, why don't we end the show with uh, a nice round of trivia questions. Let me ask you one thing. For, does anybody really realize that Sal Magley was pitching 72 years ago? I mean, it's amazing yeah. sometimes. Uh, I know. It's you know, it's, it's, it's hard Larry. to fathom that Roger Maris set that record yeah. 61 years 61 ago. Years ago. I, 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 I remember that like I was, like was yesterday. Like we know. You know, it's... it's you know, I always remember him like just tell a funny story. When, when you're a kid, you don't realize about think time. Like I remember my father talking to me about Babe Ruth in '61 when I was 11 years old, yeah. and I couldn't. And I thought that was so, you know, was sure. you know, so fabulous. 34 years ago, or whatever. And I remember talking to my son in like '98 when McGuire and those guys, and you know, it was 37 years, and I, I can remember 37 years at that point in my life. Like it was yesterday. Right. When I was 11, 34 years seemed so, right. so yep. far away. Right. Yep. Right. You know, you know, Fred, it still does. Yeah. Because it's before yeah. it's before our time, before we were born. So it just yeah. really seems but I mean I mean you think about like 1861. 
World War II was only You know why I never liked Sal Madley? You know why I never liked Sal Madley? I loved him. Because when he was on the Yankees, he stunk. (laughs) (laughs) Towards the end of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, why don't we do some questions, trivia questions, see how well we do today. And we'll start with uh, Gerald, and then we have uh, Michael, I see, lined up. Yeah. What Hall of Fame pitcher lost 22 games in a season during the 1950s? Mm. 50s. What Robin team? Roberts? Robin Roberts. Robert, he was in 1957. 1957, he was 10-22 and 22 with a 4.070 RA. The lousy Phils he played with, that's what. Yeah. 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 All right, Michael, then Joe. All right. What does Gleyber Torres, Alex Rodriguez, Cliff Johnson, Joe Peppertone, and Joe DiMaggio all have in common? <laughs> They're all Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> Your locker's in the same location in the locker room. Uh, and Gleyber Torres did it this season. Oh. He did it like uh, within two weeks ago. What he two home runs in the same inning? Two home runs in the same inning. Who said oh, that? Right. Good. Okay, Joe. Yeah. What did Sal Magley do that got him banned from the major leagues right after the war? He went, went, he to, went to play in uh, Mexico. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mexico. Yeah, I remember that. I remember reading about that. Okay. Who else? I got one here. Name the um, – well, this is hard. I have the top 10 all-time leaders in games won as pitchers. We all know that Cy Young had the 5-11. Do you know who was next? Walter Johnson. Walter Johnson. 17. No, it's close. Okay, then came two guys with the exact the three. Two guys, same, same number. Early win? No, early win just had 300 oh. in his career. Freddie Ford? No. Oh, no, he had a Alexander. Alexander and Christy Matheson at 373. Then a Pud Galvin. Hmm. I don't know when he played. 365. Then Warren Spawn, 363. And then the rounding out the top 10 was a Kid Nichols. Did we get him? Yeah, 1880 or something like that. Yeah, 360. How'd they count in those days? 362. Greg Maddox, 355. Clemens, 354. Tim Keefe, never heard of him, 342. And Steve Carlton, 329. It's your top 10. Mm. Who else has a question? Okay, Gerald. The 1950s were full of future Hall of Famers. How many pitchers threw a triple crown in the 1950s? Triple crown being defined as leading the league in wins, strikeouts, and ERAs. In the 50s? 50s, 1950s. Hopefully silent, people. Anybody? Early win. No. <laughs> Bob, Bob Feller, maybe. Bob Feller? No. 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 You say I'll give you a hint. Your silence. Warren No, your silence is warranted. That's the answer. What? What? what how it many? It wasn't anybody. Correct. 
Now let, let me let me let me tell you about some some others. <laughs> Hal Hal Newhouser was an American League pitcher who threw the triple crown with the Tigers in 1945. Then Sandy Koufax was the next pitcher to throw him with the Dodgers in 1963. No pitcher threw for the triple crown in between, namely the 1950s. Huh. Well, Newhouser did it during the war. Yeah. yeah, 1945, right. Mm. Okay. Who else? Yeah, more? Gerald? Yes. 1957 saw Hank Aaron win the National League MVP while the American League made batting helmets mandatory for all teams. The fans also saw Senator Senator's pitcher Pedro Martinez set an American League record for allowing 43 home runs in the season. Which Minnesota twin later broke Ramos's record? Blylevin. Yes. Blylevin was in his 17th season in 1986 and had never given up more than 25 home runs in a season. After embarrassing 50, he followed it up in 1987 by giving up 46. He retired with 430 home runs allowed in 1982. And he's, he's in the Hall of, of Fame. And he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and he was a, he was a statistical compiler. He played forever, twenty-three yeah. years or whatever, right? Not a Hall of Famer. Who is the only World Series winner whose batting order one, two, and three were all former Rookie of the Years? Orioles. Orioles in nineteen sixty-six. Can you tell me who batted first, second, and third? Well, Frank Robinson probably batted third. He was a rookie of the year's one. Yep. Not too hard. Brooks Robinson, I suppose. No. no. The, the shortstop, you wouldn't think of him as an Oriole. You'll think of him more of as a White Sox. Not Hanson. Ron Hanson. Hanson. Ron Hanson. Hanson. No. Aparicio. Didn't know, yeah. And then Kurt Bleffery was the other one. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get him. Right. Who was the last two 30-game winners? Well, we know one was Denny McLean. Hmm. It was way before him. And who was in the thirties, I think. Dizzy Dean. Dizzy Dean. You're right. Nineteen thirty-four. Very good. You got that one. Very good. I had the decade. Got to give me yeah, some credit. You're right. Very good. Get an asterisk. Right. But they erased it. Say that. Say that three times fast. Yeah. Asterisk. You get half, asterisk. Per, half asterisk. credit. Asterisk. 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 I had no trouble. I have a, my big moment. I couldn't say asterisk. A star. <laughs> a star. Who else? Come on. A few more. I got a few more minutes. <coughs> Silence is golden. Come on. How are, you, how are you feeling, Mark? Coughing. Hear me coughing? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's see what else. I have one, but I don't know the answer to it. When, Maybe when we was don't. Last year, the Knicks had a winning record. Two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago. They made the they made and, the playoffs, right? And then yeah. and, and and then before that they had the, the stupidity of firing their head coach after they went fifty-four and twenty-eight and they Mike Woodson. Name the top five, or tell me some of them. Uh top uh games played by third baseman in major league history. Brooks Robinson. He's number one. Mike Schmidt is number six. Dr. Bobby Brown. 
Not on the list. No, no, he didn't play that. Paul Wainer. Chris Robinson was 28-70 games played, and Schmidt was 22-12. So you got to go in between. Paul Wainer. No. Ron Santo. Ron Santo. Ron Santo was number nine. Pike trainer. 21-30. Pike trainer? No, these are all modern players, so I guess. Ken Boyd. How about Mike Schmidt? Mike Schmidt was number six. We said that, 22-12. Greg Nettles. Greg Nettles, third on the list. Very good. 24-12. Adrian wow. Beltre. Oh, yeah. Who's going to be in the Hall yeah. of Fame really soon. He will. 27-59. Gary Gaetti, you wouldn't think, but he played third base. Oh. Year wow. after year after year. He's fourth. 22-82. Wade Boggs. Oh, right, he right. 22-15. Right. right. Anybody else? Come on. Does anybody think that Greg Nettle should be in Monument Park? Yes. No. Well, yeah. think about that. They're putting yes. everyone in Monument Park. Everyone's yeah. up. If they put Nettles in there, they put Michael in. You could sit down and think of like 10 people who should be in Monument Park for what yeah. they put in already. You know, I'd like to see Bobby Richardson. I'd like Another to see one. Another one. Roy White. Roy White. <laughs> How about Dave Winfield? Winfield, uh, yeah. Willie Randolph, a couple of them. How about Bucky Dick? <laughs> nah. nah. No. no. How about Bill Mazarowski? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So I think we're going to cut it because uh, you guys yeah. are, uh, are, are questioned out and we understand why. <laughs> but I want to thank you all for uh, joining us this week again. Show Mark, number better. 127. Yeah, I'll try to feel better. Feel better. We'll do my isolation. Yeah, and, feel better. Uh, yeah. And uh, we'll see you all out there next Thursday for our next game. And uh, next game, next show. <laughs> and uh, Mark, okay, what's that? Mark, we be COVID. Do you still have an appetite to eat? I have, yeah. I, I yeah. Have you, I didn't lose any. I didn't lose any taste. I have okay. minimal temperature. I just feel a little tired, but I have endurance. Just went an hour and a half talking to you guys. So <laughs> can you tell I was sick, except for a couple of coughs here and there? No, it's a little right? nasal. Nope. Sound a little nasal. If you sound a little nasal? Yeah, yeah you right. do. You sound right. a little nasal. All right. All right. Do it a pack slovage. You got to do it pretty quickly. They don't want you to wait too long before you start. And when I get off now, I'll take the first dose. It should, they no. Then you should research it, Mark, if you're not feeling that bad. But I'll see. Okay. All right, boys. Enjoy. Right. Have a great, great day. Stay well. 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 Stay